Good morning. It is a Monday morning. Terry Saul and Amanda Smith. Good morning, Amanda. How was your weekend? It was good. How you was yours? Your, mine was fine, but you had your big family reunion. Yes, it was. Yeah. A, it was amazing. The cinnamon rolls were a hit. The artichoke dip was a super hit. So, so let's it was let's good. just you know let's just oh, kind of get down to personal uh, stuff right There here. was none left over, Terry. None whatsoever. None. Maybe I'll make a special batch just for you. Okay. When? <laughs> Why you gotta it? be so pushy? I'm, I'm gonna narrow it down. I want date and time. All right, but you had a good time though with the family. We did, yeah. Are they are they still in town, or they uh, they all clear out now? We all scattered again. Yeah, yeah, but it was a really good time. So where where are they? Where are they all from? Um, honestly, everywhere. Everywhere? Yeah, yeah. A lot of different places, but most here in Oregon, just different cities and towns. So because you had the family reunion, you guys couldn't get out there and race vehicles. Oh yeah, that's this coming weekend. If it doesn't get rained out. Fingers All right. crossed. All right. Mm-hmm. And, and what's Michael going to be racing this time? So he is going to be, my dad built him a bigger motor. And he's going to, he has a 925. Okay. Is what the motor is, a 925. CC. I think so. CC, yeah. 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 Um, and so we're hoping to get better numbers. I think his fastest pass last time was a 3.5. Five, six, five, seven. And how fast was he going at that point? Um, uh, we don't think that the meter was actually correct on that for some reason because it was like 114 miles per hour, and I don't think that's right. So I don't. Do you think know. he was going faster or slower? Slower. I think he was probably around like 90. Do you? This is your little boy. Do you he's worry about so him? Not so little. Oh, I know he, he's always going to be your little baby. I know. I know. Do you worry about him when he takes off? And, um, I mean, he's got his helmet on. He's got some protective gear on. He's got neck, neck and chest guard, all of that stuff. His helmet. Um, and my dad. So my my stepmom actually had a really bad crash on Uh-oh. the track. Uh oh. Um, where a piece of the bike came down and stuck into the dirt, and it catapulted her and it flipped the bike um she luckily lost consciousness because then her break and fall wasn't as bad but it was really bad um ambulance came out on the track and was this recently uh it was probably like four or five years ago five years ago so my dad makes sure that all of our bikes are very safe he combs over them and so i feel very confident with my son out there you better take care of that little girl i know Good morning. It is a Monday morning. Terry Saul, Amanda Smith. We were talking our last break about uh, your your son and, and and his racing and stuff. And I just find it uh, amazing that he can go like ninety miles an hour in three seconds. Yeah. Yeah. It, do you ever? Do you ever? Be honest. Son. Do you sit on the side and go slow down, son? Slow down. Slow down. No. Our whole goal is to go faster. No. 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 <laughs> the whole goal is to go faster. Yeah. Um, we want to set a track record. Yeah. What is the track record that you're trying to set? Or he's trying to set? Um, I think for a four stroke. So there's like, because we have a, there's like wheelie, a wheelie, so we have a wheelie bar. Okay. And what a wheelie bar is, is it's an extension off of the bike that goes to a point with a little wheel on it. So when the bike takes off like a bat out of hell. Yeah, it won't flip. It goes up to okay. wheelie really high, but this wheelie bar keeps it in its place and From keeps flipping. it right. down so that he can continue momentum. Um, so there's a good friend of ours actually just broke the track record last track yeah. uh, for no wheelie bar, but I think the wheelie bar one for a four-stroke is uh, 3.54. Okay, but isn't it, isn't there isn't there like safety regulations because of his age? I mean, your son's what seventeen now? Yeah. Okay, so isn't there some kind of 
regulation because of his age? He's not 18. Um, at some tracks, it's 16. So, okay. like, when he went to Dome Valley in Arizona, I think it was uh, a year and a half ago, two, about two, two, two years ago, I guess, um, he, they did not allow him to ride his really? bike down the track um, because of his age. Okay. Yeah, but um, he's now over 16 years old, so that track he would be accepted at, and then our track he, he has been. So when, when he comes back after making one of his runs, does he look at you and go, Mom, do you see me? Do you see how fast I was going, Mom? He'll say, did you get that video? Did you video it? What did it look like? Let me see. Yeah, let me watch it again. Mm-hmm. And so he, he, and he does. He goes through and he slow-mos the videos so that he can see what he did wrong, how, really? why he didn't get his time that he wanted to get, or what he could do better or what he did correctly so he observes them in slow motion right. every time and then he gets multiple angles it's me my stepmom and my sister that record from different angles right. and he uh, watches them all and so does my dad well, that's neat mm-hmm. that's good all right he'll be like oh i didn't shift soon enough that i didn't get on my rev limiter that fast and so he can see and so it's pretty cool Good for him. Yeah. Wait till you start putting the body cam on his helmet or something. We were just talking about that, doing a GoPro, Mm -hmm. putting it on there and going. So if you guys want to check it out, it's really fun. They also have like cars and Jeeps that race as well in between the quads. So it goes quads, cars, quads, cars all day long. And it's really, really fun. Some of those cars go like 3.3 seconds down that track. And that's really impressive because they're a huge, heavy car. So they've got just massive horsepower behind it. So it's at the Albany um, Drag, or the Albany Motocross Track. Um, and in the back is the drag strip that you can't see from the street. But you can see the motocross track Probably from the highway. Too. Yeah. It's really fun. I think it's like $10 to come watch for the day. And it supports great track. And we're all a family. And it's so much fun. Good. All right. Well, so come on down, watching. you guys. You bet. Good morning. It is a Monday morning. Terry Saul, Amanda Smith. Chance of rain today. Otherwise, partly sunny with the highs around 72 degrees. Okay. So, Attorney General Ellen Rosenblum announced a settlement agreement um, last Saturday morning. So, it looks like the National Grocery Chain Store Kroger, which is also Fred Meyers, and I Mm -hmm. believe they own Safeway and And Albertsons now as well. So, uh, Kroger has agreed to pay $1.37 billion to settle an opioid lawsuit with $40 million of that going towards Oregon state and local governments. So according to the Oregon Health Authority, 934 residents died of unintentional opioid-related overdoses in 2022. And I think what they mean by unrelated um, opioid or unintentional, sorry, unintentional related uh, opioid overdoses, I'm assuming these are people that had prescriptions okay. um, that took it and were prescribed it versus somebody on the streets right, that just right. buys it. Okay. Um, so over the last several years, state officials have worked to help companies uh, to hold them accountable for their role in the drug epidemic. So Attorney General uh, Ellen Rosenblum announced that they won. Uh, so Opioid manufacturers, distributors, and dispensers and consultants all all had a hand in creating the opioid crisis. They have a responsibility to pay for the devastating results and their reckless behavior. behavior Rosenblum said. Um, so I, I'm kind of confused because I feel like if we're going to attack people for the opioid um, crisis... 
why are we attacking the pharmacy? Shouldn't we be going after the doctors that mm-hmm. are prescribing mm-hmm. that? Shouldn't we be going after our government for allowing these laws to be in place? There's so many other things. We're going after the pharmacy that's just filling a prescription. Right. I just don't... Did, are, did they say that the prescriptions were filled, um, there's a fault on the pharmacy? Um, or are they blaming the... Yeah, that's what it says. So uh, that they all had a hand in it because they were prescribing it. Um, let's see, 2,000... How much time do I have left? About 20, 10 seconds. Jo- uh, so the Department of Justice joined nine settlement agreements that will bring se- uh, $701.5 million to help states combat the drug crisis. Um, wow. Yeah. Good morning. It is a Monday morning, a little bit after 10.30. Terry Saul, Amanda Smith. So really quick. So uh, Rosenblum said, I am pleased that we are wrapping up settlements with major involved pharmacies, including Fred Meyers owned by Kroger, uh, that so many Oregonians have come to trust with their health care needs. It will be a while before we fully regain our trust, but the settlement is a good start. And it is. I feel like it's a good starting point to help with this crisis and maybe make people more aware of what's going on. But I don't think going after the pharmacies is nipping the problem in the butt. I agree. I think it's, 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 it's the doctors. Yeah. It's your, yeah. The pharmacy's just doing their job. Exactly. Hmm. So, all right. Um, what else you got? Uh, so it looks like a fighting chance. Salem is on track to having 1000 shelter beds this year. So Salem has tripled their number of emergency homeless shelter beds over the past five years, meaning hundreds more people each night are be able to sleep with protection from the elements and begin the process of finding more stable housing, drug treatment, and other helps to get them off the streets. Um, roughly 209 of those beds could close if the state can't identify a funding source once the federal COVID relief money runs out in 2004, 2024 and 2025. Um, I actually just had another article saying that they are not going to be able to fund that and they're going to close it down. So how much do they, so they're, they're closing out 290 beds. No. Um, how much money do they need to fund that? Well, they were going to use the <clears throat> the uh, payroll tax money to fund that. But I think that 80% of those 1,000 beds, I should have had this more organized, are low barrier. And what low barrier means <clears throat> is that you can be on drugs. You can be drunk. You don't have to be sober and clean to just have a place to sleep. So what it comes down to is, if I'm paying like that payroll tax, <clears throat> excuse me, that um, got shut down and is going to be brought to the voters, that's about five hundred dollars per person. If I'm paying five hundred dollars a year for that, I don't want it to be low barrier. That shouldn't be on me. These right, people just want right. a hot cotton and a meal to sleep, and then they go back to the streets and they're running, ripping and running again. These they should not be low barrier. I don't think at all. I think that you need to be clean. If you want help and you want us to contribute to that with our tax dollars and our facilities and our resources, then you have to be serious. But if you're looking just to get out of the elements and just have a nice place to sleep while you're drunk or high, no. Mm-hmm. I don't think that should be on us. I, I interviewed a friend of mine. He's become a friend of mine that uh, he, he was homeless and he was telling me, you know, there are places in Salem that you can get three hot meals. There are places you can go uh, if you want a place to, to sleep and to shower and so on and so forth. And the only requirements are you're not high. You're not drunk. Mm-hmm. And that is that so wrong? No. 
No, not at all. Um, we want to help those who want to be helped. I think that we invest our all into those people. Right. But if you're not trying to get help, then don't waste our time and money. Sounds like fun to me. All righty. Bongino is up next. We'll be back in a little bit. No, actually, we're done for the day. We'll see you tomorrow.